Hi team, and what's the good news? The good news is today is Sunday, so we have another episode for you. We're on season two, episode 29. Your turn. We're going to pick up where we left off last week, so let's get into it. The fear of the wall caused Josh and Sasha to be right on Jenny's heels. Josh was going nuts, but still followed at a hurried pace. The, the wall? No one has made it across, Josh explained. Jenny lightly pushed Marla enough to push faster, but not enough to do much else. Yes, and we better hurry if we're going to get to find shelter before nightfall. Marla was still looking ahead. Aw, come on. You're not afraid of the dark, are you? Sasha said, It's not that I'm afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of not being alone in the dark. Jenny's laugh broke the tension a little bit, but there was still a long way to go. Marla laughed and Jenny gave her a whatever kind of look. Josh didn't know what was going on. Like a band of misfits, they walked, Marla more or less leading the way. She was prodded along by Jenny. Think of it like herding cats with a death blade. Now, if you are being herded, you may not be inclined to walk in the direction of the prodder. And then the vicious circle begins. Marla strays off course, just doing annoying things, pretty much any way to sabotage passively. Jenny, for example, not making a left turn, making, making turns when they aren't necessary. But each thing she was doing was a death by a thousand cuts. Josh and Sasa got tired of this pretend cat and mouse chess game, and they just stayed a few steps back. You know, just close enough to be close, but far enough to be far. The banter continued on. Marla, Marla said, what do you plan to do? Just show up and ask them to cross the wall? After a, short, after a slight electrical prod to change her direction back on course, Jenny responded, that could be an option, as she put her death blade back away. Marla laughed. It worked the last few times that you tried. And that, that right there, sent Sivers down Josh and Sasha. They've worked together before? What happened the last time? What were the, like, was that the reason why she got stepped on in the initial encounter? Sasha ran up to her at a hurried pace and in between Marla and Jenny. Wait, wait, wait. You haven't been, wait, you said you haven't been here. And yet you knew how to get back the whole time, and this was a ploy just to go on a, go on a killing spree? Marla stopped, walking, turned around, and waved her hand at Jenny, and took a bow as if to say, your turn. Jenny was silent for a few before she drew her death blade again. As she did, everyone knew what that meant. It meant kept walking. And though it didn't give Sasha or Josh an easy feeling, it wasn't a blatant yes either. The last house before the real desert, they made their camp for the night. They decided to stay, Jenny decided to stay outside and look around and take first watch so that others can sleep or rest. Though she was nervous about Marla, their safety mattered, and Sasha said that Jenny would want to make sure that she was the only thing in the dark, as reference to her earlier comment. This gave Marla the chance that she wanted, making idle chit-chat with Josh and Sasha. After a few minutes of mundane pleasantries, it was Sasha who pried. You and Jenny go way back, huh? Marla's stomach growled. It's been a day without eating, and both of them looked appetizing. But she didn't dare, as long as Jenny was nearby. Jenny was all hype. She's an alpha model, not even a real generation. An alpha model, Josh inquired. 
Yeah, Marla said. She was a prototype. Just some rich, lonely programmer's wild fantasy. I mean, look at her. She's always perfect. Like, with dirt-resistant and rip-resistant features and her demeanor. But most importantly, look at her overpowered ability to fight and her death blade. You can't tell me that that's not some lonely programmer's wet dream. Josh and Sasha listened. It was almost like a campfire story. Josh and Sasha shared about their lives, though Marla really didn't care. She was up against Jenny, and she needed allies. Now it was Marla's turn. You know, um, you know why? She's keeping you like pets, right? We aren't pets, Sasha retorted. Josh was scrounging through the cabinets for anything resembling food. Yeah, we're not pets. Marla waved her hand. Yeah, and you don't do what she says, when she says, how she says. And with that, Marla lifted up her shirt and vest. Her back was bloodied from the number of times that she had been lightly prodded along. She It was at least a thousand on her back. Her back was essentially one big bruise. You couldn't tell when one bruise stopped and another one started. Just the sheer death by a thousand cuts. This made Josh and Sasha gasp. Marla said, this is nothing compared to what she has in store for you. It was either that statement when Josh started freaking out, but, she, but he was pointing and, gasping behind Marla, pointing and gasping at Marla. And now at the open door, something was terrifying. Sasha, on the other hand, wanted to ask and wanted to knew, you know, and knew that it'd be eating at her what Marla knew and what she meant. Maybe that's why Jenny didn't save her. Did she need saving? Why, why was she here anyway? All these thoughts were happening simultaneously as Josh's freakout got worse. And when it got to a certain extent, when Josh started throwing things, Marla, Marla and Sasha jumped up and took a fighting stance and saw the front door opened. A few seconds later, the door opened was answered, but it was just a battered and bloodied Jenny. It was like she took a bath in blood. She was leaving a trail behind her. Jenny was carrying a deer-like creature, and she plopped it on the ghetto fireplace, interrupting the campfire. And everyone knew that this was dinner the hard way. Marla tried to break the tension. This nano blood will never come out of the floor, she chuckled. No one else did. I guess they can't take a joke. But Marla knew that it was temporary. All right, team, that's what I got for today. I want to give a huge shout-out to my friends that made this all possible. Special shout-out to Opie, to Terrence, to Toby, to Amber, to Chris. You guys are all super amazing. And until next time, stay frosty, my friends. I'll have another 1% for you next week. Bye.